millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Who is too Sarge, too furious. That's right. It's completely different this time. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Oh, my beautiful babies. <laughs> Is that your Sylvester Stallone? Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, when, when we were on Ben Jordy and we were watching, uh, we were watching Creed. Yeah. Like, every, every once in a while, he would just be like, hey, you know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be like, oh, wow, so, so emotional. But at the same time, I did walk away from that movie just being like, man, Sylvester Stallone was actually pretty good at that, so. I guess I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in the parts that he's in, he's a very good old Rocky. How long is it going to take before we get Sylvester Stallone and Vin Diesel to have like a serious dialogue-heavy drama? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Maybe that maybe Sly can be like a member of the family in like Fast Seventeen or whenever they get to it. I mean, yeah. he, he could be uh, like Grandpa Toretto. Yes, yes. The Urchoretto. I think he is. I think he was destined to play that part. Oh, man. Uh, in a peek behind the curtain, right when we went to start the podcast today, I almost hit the news bump instead of the theme music. So that would have been a great opening because I just like slapdashed through all the noises onto the soundboard. Can you imagine that if like, that ended up accidentally being the podcast that we put out? Like, 
our, yeah. our listen it would hoodwink our listeners so bad because they'd be like, "Oh shit, they they must really have some news to talk about." Did we miss something? <laughs> yeah, no, shit, like, the news. Just go just hard cold open. Just boom, we, guys. You have no idea how much news we have this week. It's so incredible. We couldn't even wait for the music or the small talk. It's just wild. Instead, as always, we opened right into a conversation about some pop culture nonsense. In this case, Sylvester Stallone. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And how great it would be as a tie-in to to Sarge's intro of himself. How great it would be. (laughs) To Sarge, to Furious. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we had so much news last week that we actually skipped over. There was just no place for um, Putin's poop bodyguards. Like, we just zipped right by that because it was medium at best. And yeah, apparently, it's, it stuck in your craw enough to to, to surprise us on the show. This was this was not discussed at the production meeting. We're just we're just going into it. Moose boost topic number one. Apparently, P- Putin's poop bodyguard because we didn't get to it last week. Yeah, gotta bring it back. Uh, yeah, so he has uh, someone who, when he's traveling abroad, uh, collects his poop, and so that like foreign spies can't get it. Uh, that is the working theory. So uh, a lot of people think, uh, and it's pretty certain that he has some sort of colon cancer and he doesn't want foreign spies to know how bad it is. Also, this, <laughs> is, a great, uh, this is a great place for me to uh, to bring up. Uh, well, well, I'll put a pin in that conversation. I feel like I know the question you're about to ask. Uh, but we should mention for the listeners that stick with us from week to week, Following two weeks of the Amuse Bush uh, bump being questionable at best, uh, <laughs> uh, both Amuse uh, uh, um, um, Kush, I think was the first one, yeah. which yep. I still struggle to say, and the second one was Accuse Bush, which didn't work because the word accuse is already a thing. We, we've taken it back to the lab, and we're awaiting our future bump, which is why we just yes. went straight into talking about Putin's poop. And uh, Mike, were you about to ask if your poop can tell you about your colon cancer? Yes, I was. I'm. I'm very yeah. interested in. Have you not, Have you not seen the commercials for the at home poop in a box test? Uh, I have seen them, but I didn't know that that poop in the box test would like tell you. Oh, you're you're basically dead. I I thought it was basically like go see a doctor or no, you're all good. I didn't know it could. Yeah, actually I don't know if it says you're basically dead, but if you have cancer cells like in in your poop, like that, it would be if you had colon cancer. Aha. Okay, so I, this I, is just love the, I love those commercials so much because some ad firm, like their task was okay. So what we were trying to sell to the people as an at-home test for colon screen, colon cancer screening, where you have to poop in a box, pretty much. You have to like poop and then put it into the box at the very end. <laughs> yeah. So we need you to sell this to the American people. So make like a boxy little mascot and have them dance around and just be like, "Put poop in me." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's it. Uh, yeah, it stuck with me because it's such a wild story, and he's so crazy about like hiding this from foreign spies. That the fact that it exists, he, like, shows that a he's very crazy, and b certainly has some form of uh, like just further confirms that he has cancer. Maybe maybe thing. he's healthier than ever, and this poop bodyguard is a sham. It's like a false uh, Yeah, flag. it could be a double, like, oh. secret cover, but... It, it, it's a triple reverse head fig. That's the thing, is that once you have the poop bodyguard, 
you're basically answering the question for us. Wouldn't it be better yeah. to just like, shit in every public stall at, all around Europe? And then when they say they've analyzed your poop for cancer, you call it fake news and a liberal Western plot to undermine Vladi Denny's iron grip upon Russia. I mean, it feels like you're really getting out in front of a story that you really shouldn't be doing. You should be getting out in front of because you're making it look worse. This, yeah, this I mean, is a, this is officially he doth protest too much. Like, I was literally about to say that. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, he doth protest uh, and poop too much. So maybe it's know. worse than cancer. Maybe, maybe his poop holds secrets like national secrets for like Russia. Maybe he's like a super soldier, and now he's just like running out like the the rest of the time on his clock. But they they don't want you to get your hands on Putin's super poop because you may be able to. I mean, you saw him on that horse. What a, what a mensch. Are you trying to tell me that he was a regular human being? I don't think so. Yeah, oh, I mean, who's to say? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's well, like, so, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was going to get us away from Biden's poop uh, because we, we have we have we have some more amuse bushes to get through this week. Uh, starting with with a, a little game, a little the most dangerous game. Uh, because uh, there, there's been some scuttlebutt on the internet about uh, some some fellow getting in trouble for his uh, rhino, as in Republican in name only, hunting campaign ad, uh, which is to say, yes, a, an ad where he is hunting human beings. Uh, Mike, what's up, what's up with the most dangerous game? Yeah, so uh, Sarge has a better grasp on the how to say this guy's last name, Eric Gretchen's. Greitens. Greitens. This is my former governor, Greitens. He, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. So what happens is, is he basically uh, stands in front of the camera holding a gun because that's what all Republicans do in all their ads nowadays. And he's just like, "We're it's rhino hunting season. No limits, no bagging, no tagging. And then they have a SWAT team of what are supposed to be like militarized police kick down a door and storm into a room, and then he walks into the room behind well, they, they them. That's not a Bennett Uvalde, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! The, oh, God! Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get to that, because yeah. only more has come out about that. But Oh, God. Do we have to? Jesus fucking no. Christ. But, I mean... But, um... So he goes through the door that the obviously not Uvalde cops cleared for him, and then he's just like... It's rhino hunting season, and I'm here to get them all, or whatever a dumb, angry thing he says while brandishing his firearm. And <laughs> this uh, this ad, of course, uh, created considerable blowback about the fact that this guy is talking about this isn't even about like killing uh, killing liberals or killing minorities that Republicans hate. This is literally Republicans who aren't Republican enough. Now you are a fair target for death threats. And the idea that, you know, one of these days we're going to kick down your doors with guns blazing and come after you. And um, Roy Blunt uh, was asked about this ad and was like, uh, I, I don't want to I don't want to give it any more oxygen. And then, of course, he was asked if the guy won the primary and was the Republican nominee for Senate. He was like, yeah, I'll vote for him. You know how you do. I mean, this is this is how Republicans operate. They're appalled by what the lunatics in their party do. But if said lunatic happens to be our representative in an election, bully on him and he's got my vote. So I'm not yeah. too worried about it. This yeah. is, uh, this is our governor. This is our former governor who 
he was forced out of office because of multiple, multiple scandals coming forward in which he, uh, there were pictures that he took of his mistress uh, tied up naked and bound. These were all blackmail photos. Uh, that was being investigated and he went into hiding. Uh, Vice News was covering it at the time and no one could find the governor, much like the governor of Montana. He just went into hiding during all these scandals and uh, finally uh, resigned after like his third felony charge, he said he would not resign. He'd let all the investigations go forward. Uh, but he finally did resign after they said, okay, well, we're going to subpoena all your uh, campaign finance records. And then he was like, I resign immediately, effective immediately. <laughs> I love that. I love that his campaign finance records was what was what broke him. That was that was where he was like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, this. What, what a big shocker there. Uh, a politician who doesn't want you looking at his campaign finance records. I don't yeah. believe it. Yeah, no. I, no lo- I love how the, the, this like this this campaign ad or whatever like it really just highlight. We're we're getting closer and closer to the point where Republicans just go full mask off and are just like, hey. We love the Second Amendment because we love guns. And why we love guns is because we would all really love to shoot someone. We we want our guns not for hunting or for prote- protection. Like, we actively would love to use guns to shoot people. Specifically people we don't like if we can get there, but it, it could be anyone. Family member, child, whatever. We would just like to take a human life with a gun. Seems like it would yeah. be a great time. Yeah, they're, they're all about it. Uh, they, there's so many stories about this uh, absolute lunatic and what he's been up to. But no, now now he's one of our uh, senatorial like candidates. So hu- huzzah! Yeah, and uh, and the and the really good news is apparently Donald Trump Jr. was asked if he would in, if his if Pop Pop would give uh, Mr. Rhino Hunter the the Trump endorsement, and uh, Don Jr. is playing it a little tight to the vest so far, but uh, the the God Emperor's royal decree will come down sooner or later as to who should, who the lay people should vote for in the Republican primary. So. That's going to be hilarious. Everyone run, rushing to kiss uh, Orange Daddy's ring. Uh, and it well, obviously, incl- we're still in the light and flushing of Moose Boosh. I don't want to. I, I don't want to darken it too much, so we don't have to dwell on this topic. But I mean, it does feel like stuff is getting worse. I mean, this guy's campaign ad is him literally with a gun shooting people and just being like, "Vote for me." Yeah. <laughs> vote for me. Yeah. Vote for me. Uh, vote for me. And our enemies will have their doors kicked in by uh, oh, brave, brave police. Good police, not police from Texas, the, but the, the good kinds of police. You know, the police you like, the police that harass minorities, those police. That's the, the Yeah. Police. Uh, although, if if anything, the ongoing uh, investigation into what happened down in Uvalde or Uvalde, however it's pronounced, is... Uh, it, it like exercise your second amendment right have access to a firearm and then uh, just put a barricade any sort of barrier between you and a police officer and suddenly you're you're like unto a god you're an unstoppable <laughs> you're an unstoppable force they're just like we know that the person in there has a gun but we cannot see them so what are we to do yeah no, no. Listen, we're paralyzed 
their Second Amendment rights are too powerful. It was very scary. T- t- turns out being a police officer is scary. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I got into this job so I could stand around construction sites and collect overtime and a pension. I didn't want to protect and serve. I didn't want to actually be a, like a, a force for good in the community. I, I just put on the uniform so I could grift. I just wanted to make a buck. I mean, yeah. It turns out it's a lot. It's a lot rougher on police officers when the people actually have weapons instead of them just claiming that they saw a weapon and <laughs> it was like a cell yeah. phone or a nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was reaching. Yeah, he was trying to get out of his wallet to identify himself. He was. How was I supposed to know that wallet could have been a gun? I had to do. I had to empty my clip and do him. Obviously, God. His hands were moving. He yeah. didn't lock up and fall <laughs> over like a faint goat at the sight of my badge and gun. Faint goat. Uh, yes. Oh man, it, it took us like ninety episodes, but we finally got to the fainting goats. So good. Okay, let's move uh, on to the amuse bouche and talk about Carrie Lake. Uh, I don't know anything about this, but the headline that I have written down here says Carrie Lake drag hypocrisy. So I have to imagine that she hates drag, comma, loves drag. Like, I hate drag and then watches Drag Race, like RuPaul's Drag Race, religiously. Uh, it's even it's even juicier than that because uh, Republicans have, for the past, I would say a few weeks, maybe a month, have decided that, like, drag queens are the new sign of America's moral decay and the collapse of our society into Sodom and Gomorrah, which is hilarious because I remember when uh, Donald Trump was uh, rubbing his face in the bosoms of Rudy Giuliani, and uh, that was totally to- uh, that was just a that was just a hilarious jape. That was just good old tiny clean fun for the family. But now now drag queens are bad and evil, and um. The Republican operative who uh, tried to make critical race theory into a scary ooga booga, super bad uh, term was on Twitter talking about how we need to relabel drag queens as trans strippers. And that will. And it's like. And uh, the funny thing about that was that piece, I I saw some people saying, yeah, and he's going to get away with it too, just like he did with critical race theory. And it's like. A, no one knew what critical race theory was before, allowing a shithead like him to attempt to define it and scare people, whereas everyone knows what drag queens are, so no, trans trans strippers is not going to play. Drag queens don't strip. That's not even a part of the bit. It's like, that's not what they do. It's super silly, but anyways... They, so they got on this whole thing about dra- drag queen story time and all that kind of stuff. So Carrie Lake came out and was like, when I'm governor, I'm going to crack down on drag queens and all their perversion and all that good stuff. So uh, uh, an Arizona drag queen, uh, Rick Stevens, who performs as Barbara Seville, uh, came uh, came out and said that they performed for Carrie Lake. They performed at one of her birthdays. They've performed at their home with children presents. I've performed for her in some of the seediest bars in Phoenix. Like nice. Carrie is Carrie has been Carrie's gone to my shows all the time. She was like a fan of mine. So like this is ridiculous that Carrie Lake is now coming out being all like, "Oh my god, drag queens. I can't tolerate them. I can't stand them, I tell you." <laughs> and um and the other thing about Carrie Lake is that she's obviously she spends all of her time railing against the media, but the whole reason why she's able to run for governor of Arizona was that she was a local news anchor for like over a decade at least. So like she was literally the media 
for all this time before one day she was just like, wait a minute, the media is evil and wrong. And I love Donald Trump and America. I need to run for governor and be a completely pilled lunatic. So just today I saw her just be like, if I'm elected, I just won't follow any federal gun laws. What are they going to do? Come and arrest a city governor? Call my bluff. And it's just like, <laughs> they absolutely yeah. will. It's just like, yes, they, yeah. they will do that. Like, One million yeah. percent. Well, yeah, it's it, just like, I, I'm a governor. That means that I can't be arrested. And it's just like, oh, my sweet summer child, y- yeah. you can be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and again, this is like, this is freaking like 19, this is like 1800s nullification bullshit. We, we've had these discussions. We, I, I mean, the Civil War was to like free the slaves and all that good stuff, but. There was also this pit, this part where it was like, oh yeah, you have to follow what the federal government says. It's in the Constitution. There's a there's a supremacy clause that says if the federal government passes a law, the state has to abide by it. Like um, that's why marijuana shops still have a tough time putting their money in banks because it's still that that money is illegal money because yeah. it's still a federal crime to sell pot. So. Like, this is just Civics 101 bullshit, and she's just like, nope, ain't going to listen to none of that stuff, because uh, who cares about how anything works when you're just, like, famous, like locally famous and can get people to vote for you because Donald Trump says you're a good person? I mean, that's that's what so many of these people are running on, like Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker, Carrie Lake. It's just... I'm a local celebrity, even though Oz isn't from Pennsylvania. They're just like, hey, I'm a C-lister at best. Maybe Trump likes me. Let me wield power in your state for reasons. Uh, People who are listening to the podcast might just be like, man, I can't believe the gang hasn't talked about Herschel Walker. And uh, I don't really want to because I'm afraid that that gentleman might actually be developmentally disabled. Like it's, it seems like, like that, like that genuinely kind of like causes the hair on my neck to stand up, and I'm just like, let's score some points off of this guy. So I've just never brought him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can definitely like quote unquote score points off him on the fact that like he and his son have been running on this like fatherlessness is the worst problem in the black community, and now it's come out that Herschel Walker fathered three other children uh, beyond the one that he has raised, and he like keeps no contact with them and just pays alimony to the the mothers. Uh, all that's good. Yeah, stuff. but but what if it, what if he's riddled with CTE? We don't we, we don't want to have another Benoit situation here. So. <laughs> Look, I, I don't like the guy, but we haven't. I figured I would just be like, "Oh yeah, we we haven't talked about him because I don't really like talking about him because oh, when I hear I, him talk, I, it makes me very nervous. It, yep. it makes me feel not good." <laughs> I, I mean, the, the one thing I will say is that it just goes to show you how incredibly cynical and empty the Republican Party is. Is that they're in Georgia. They're running against Raphael Warnock in the Senate, and Raphael Warnock is a black preacher who was very popular and won an election. And the Republicans are just like, oh, shit, we need to, in order to try to blunt this guy's popularity of the black community, we need to run a black candidate against him. Who do we got? And the answer was Herschel Walker, who, again, as Elle has said, is terrifying to listen to talk because, like, be it football, be it the fact that he did MMA for a while, the man very easily could have like actual like 
fundamental problems. And if elected, he would literally just be like told how to vote by like his like staff and probably his son. I mean, like people would just be like running that senator's seat around him because, I mean, again, it's terrifying to listen to the man. So I don't I don't I don't fully trust that he would be actually the senator of Georgia any more than he would just be like the person that is like put in that swat and then other people run him the way Ivanka and uh, Jared ran Daddy Trump during his presidency. Don't worry, Mike, there's no possible way any of these horrible people could win. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh... oh, gas went up another 12 cents. I'm voting Republican. Oh, God. So, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in the in the blue corner, fighting for eliminating student debt, it's the liberals. And in the red corner, only caring about gas prices, it's the conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, yeah. fucking change the fucking record, mate. Oh, no, I had to pay an extra 30 bucks to fill up my tank. Yeah, man. We're trying to stop a dude from like genociding and war crimes and stuff. Like fucking, like suck it up, mate. Yeah. When I go when I go to my local eatery and I'm just like, oh shit, everything on the menu went up a dollar. I'm like, fuck, fuck this fucking country. I don't think trans people deserve rights anymore. I'm true blue conservative now, baby. Let's fucking go. I'm just like, oh, that sucks. But like, I get it because you know, Vladimir Putin is doing a war. Like, be mad at Russia, <laughs> idiots. You dumb fucks. Be mad at Russia. Yeah, and, and as as people have as numerous people have pointed out, like the price of oil is, is is has not gone up. The actual price for a barrel of oil is not at some catastrophically high level. This is just oil companies going, "Hey, remember those eighteen months where no one traveled and we lost all that money due to COVID? What well, we're getting it back, motherfuckers! Boom! And guess what? These dumb dumbs will blame Biden for it. Woo! Keep posting the. Keep posting those I did that stickers on the gas on the gas pumps while we collect you suckers. I We're peel so- those off every time I see them, and I've peeled off more than a couple. And yeah. like, yeah, Jesus, it's so fucking dumb. It's like, you- yeah, do, do you so do you suppose Republicans would allow uh, any sort of uh, laws or legislation to prevent? oil companies from gouging in the United States to go through. Like if that, like if, <laughs> if Joe Biden was just like, Hey, we drove this thing that literally prevents the gas companies from charging more than $5 per gallon for gas. Like $5 is the, literally the worst it could possibly be. And fuck them because am I right guys? Do you think that they I would mean, let that pass? Absolutely. Not. They wouldn't. Would they Republicans voted no on <laughs> like helping with baby formula. And they, and they voted no on like, bills to protect the price of insulin something people like literally will die without oh yeah oh oh yeah you make a you make a a lot of cap by gas prices at five dollars five dollars a gallon what about free markets whatever happened to capitalism you're nationalizing the oil companies that's socialism oh they would oh they would throw themselves on the fainting couches mean meanwhile if gas broke five dollars a gallon oh man all biden's fault he did it Blame him. He's the bad guy. Elect us. I'd rather pay $10 a gallon at the pub than have Biden pass a successful law. Because I'm a real man. Yes, exactly. I I said it during Trump's presidency. The president does not control the price of gas. Like It's still true, even now. No, it's Biden. He's doing it. So fuck him. 
Let, yeah, let, exactly. let, let's let's not be mad at Putin or the gas industry or any of our other leaders that had come before that could have done work to put in infrastructure to help us be less reliant on gas in general. But what do I know? Sips tea. Uh, okay, so <laughs> one, one last uh, one last booze booze. Let's talk about uh, Tucker Carlson losing his fucking mind over Stephen Colbert's tiny insurrection. Uh, oh, so yeah, so this shit. Triumph the insult comic dog. Uh, and the cast thereof and production staff thereof uh, went to Congress or whatever, the, the Capitol building. Was it the yep. Capitol building itself? Right. Went to the Capitol yeah. building and were told to leave and then didn't uh, because they needed to film some out, some like outside shots in the hallway of this office and then got escorted out of the building. And, uh, of course, Tucker Carlson decided that this was the same as January 6th. It was exactly the same yeah. Where, where's their trial? Where's their hearings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. When, when is when is Triumph going to be locked in solitary so Marjorie Taylor Greene can plead for his rights? When was that going to happen, Libs? Hypocrisy much? Oh, man. It's Yeah, I can't wait. Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a, a great advocate for him to poop on. Uh, so that's, that's still, that was his catchphrase, right? Still is. I don't know. I don't watch any of those shows because they're all bad. Yeah. Um, but... yeah to poop on, that was the... Nice. Well, that's great. Yeah, I let the internet tell me what one of those. I let the internet tell me what one of those guys has like a funny enough monologue or interview that I should pay attention to it. But generally, it's just like, hey, do you want to watch one hour of like a Stephen Colbert nighttime show featuring a puppet with a cigar that talks about pooping on stuff? And I'm just like, no, 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 I do not. Thank you. But I mean, I really yeah. appreciate the effort. I like Stephen Colbert. I'm glad that his family gets to, you know, be comfortable because he seems like a pretty cool dude. And I, I, I am glad that we at Hellworld were once again able to wedge a puppet into an episode. So we're doing it, we're doing it guys. We're keeping the string uh, yeah. we're, 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 like, we're like Pixar squeezing the Mickey Mouse ears into everything they do, so, like sneakily. Like we're like we're gonna we're gonna do it with puppets. We, we just love it. puppets on Hellworld. Where yes, we're gonna we we salute our puppet overlords. Okay, yeah. And with the moose bush out of the way, let's get into our, our darker timeline, uh, aka the timeline that we live in now. Uh, and do From the um, digital headlines to the oh, digital geez, front lines. In. It's cues in the news. <laughs> don't acknowledge it. Just run. No, it. don't worry. I was I, my, my sentence was clearly done. You could tell by yeah, the I fact that I, 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 syntax wise would have made no sense. I know. <laughs> All right. What, what is our first news item? What do we Texas. got? Texas. <laughs> What's going on in Texas? The next five minutes could be just baleful laughter, and you'd you'd get you'd be informed enough. You just know that Texas is a fucking dumpster fire of epic proportions. That's all you need to know. Bill, Texas will never secede uh, for a million reasons, but I don't think they realize that their terrible football teams would not be allowed to play the football anymore. It would hurt. It would hurt them a little. But uh, so the Texas uh, Republican convention happened and uh, they decided to just like tear the mask off and go just batshit insane. Um, they released uh, one of their party platforms is that being gay is an, ab- is, a, is an abnormal lifestyle. It's bad and wrong. And, right, um, right, right. They the log cabin Republican. And, and a choice. It is, it, is, and a choice. It, is, it is a choice that can be fixed with therapy. Conversion yes. therapy or whatever they call yep. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the log cabin Republicans, which is a uh, Republican group, a, a gay a, a gay Republican group, was not allowed in. They were just like, hey, nope, you're bad. Stay out. And it's just like, yo, guys, they're they're never going to accept you. Like, 
you, I, I understand you hate liberals, but maybe you can hate yourselves a little less and be like, we'll go with the party that doesn't like literally call us like influenced by demons and, or like of the devil. And maybe we can work with them to embrace free markets or whatever. And, and just like that, like that could be the conversation we're having here instead of, Nope, please do not actually call us uh, devils and demon worshipers. And, um, you know, try to get the Lawrence versus Texas overturned so that our lifestyle can be criminalized again. That's yeah, thing. this this group who's a member of a party that constantly tells them that they don't matter and they have no rights is stunned when that party listens. They're like, right. oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. We don't yeah, think they, they, they should just do what every other self-respecting but self-hating Republican does and call themselves libertarians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. log cabin libertarians there you go i, w- I wish that was a joke it's not nope. like um so on top of uh on, on top of their desire to like criminalize the lifestyle choice of homosexuality um the republican party then also decided that uh joe biden is not the legitimately elected president of the united states because apparently they watched 2000 mules and then they were so radicalized by it they were so frothing at the mouth that they were like that movie doesn't prove it we knew it and they they passed a resolution saying that they reject the outcome of the 2020 election because it was illegitimate um and then, of course, because it's Texas and Sarge already kind of mentioned it, they also said they'd like to secede. They would, you know, like to leave the union again for the. I think this is like the seventy fifth time that Texas has th- the Texas Republicans have threatened to just take their that's, ball and go home. That's fine. Let let them look at at uh, Britain, see how well Brexit worked. It's just like, all right, bud, fucking do it. Let's go. Also, we should just like if they ever pass the measure to like get the ball rolling on secession. Like, no one should try to intervene. We should just let them secede. And literally inside of the first 60 seconds of them being an independent nation, we should just conquer them again. We should just, <laughs> we should just literally just be like, and then Texas was its own nation. And we use predator drone strikes to destroy Dallas, Texas. We, <laughs> we literally leveled all of it. It's all gone now. And we have de- determined that the United States would really like to conquer the independent nation of Texas. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just adamant. I just think we need to be 100% like, yeah, fine. All right, you can leave. See you later. Uh, have fun building your own infrastructure. Uh, have fun uh, negotiating with Mexico without us. Uh this also, like, are, do the people are the people of Texas under some sort of delusion that like people like Texas? Like, like, yeah. like, like we like we don't we don't think it was like a tremendous bummer that Texas vanished. Like, like, bro, if Texas would like to take literally every state in the center of the country and Florida with it, I'm game. Like, you guys can just all fuck off. Like, every flyover state, guess what? You can be a new country at the drop of a hat. Hell, world will help. Get that going. Well, hey, go fuck yourself, bud. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to take the good with the bad. You can can leave. There will be a time period before it happens where you can escape. (laughs) Yeah, it's that simple. You could just move. We'll give you you like two or three weeks to get your Or you could just stay. You'll be in a new country. It'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, think of the magical adventure you'll go on, Sarge. Just... <laughs> you'll need a passport to get to any place relevant. It'll yeah. be so awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, Austin will be like your new capital. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I just don't. It's it's the most ill-conceived, ill-thought-out thing in the goddamn world. And it's not great. It's the opposite of great. One could go so far as to say it's really bad, but <laughs> that's where we're, that's where we're at. Uh, one political party in America just. In in the in one of the most populous states in America, just going full blown QAnon, just absolutely just like just shitting and smearing it on the walls, crazy. And I mean, I and, just sort of feel and, like they've always been like this, but now it, oh it's, no, having having lived in the barriers Texas, of society yeah. have like eroded far enough where they could just like go for it. It's just they're trying to let their freak flag fly, but their freak flag is very intolerant. our 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 freak flag is actually a clan hood that's the flag we're wearing so yeah our our freak flag has a swastika on it is that okay is that cool yeah Yeah. all right none none of your high school football teams can play it with any other state's high school football teams anymore because you're not part of america oh we we didn't know we we take it back we take it back Oh god! Yeah, yeah. I just—I would just love a text and just be like, "Yeah, rest of rest of America, good, good luck getting by without Texas." And we're just like, "Is it like high school football popular in your state? Like, is it that how starved you people are for culture and like that you guys are just sort of like, hey, we should watch these literal children play a professional sport. Let's do that." <laughs> Like, okay. Let's let these literal children take head injuries for our our entertainment. That's, you got to get the CTE. Is, you got to get the CTE in early. You really want it to set in early, so that way, uh, I don't know, they can have a you terrible. Can life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you, they can export you to Georgia, and you could run for office. Yep, exactly. <laughs> God, what a bunch of fucking clowns in Texas, huh? I mean, I'm sorry <laughs> if you're a listener and you live in Texas, but your state sucks, and if they wanted to leave, no one would give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I'm sure that if you're listening to this, like, you already know this. You're, uh, you're probably a liberal trapped in Texas, and I don't need to preach to you. You are the choir. You're just like, yeah, I don't like it either. This, this place fucking blows. And they, I mean, and they during the the last election, they voted 49 percent Democrat. Like, it's leaning more and more the other way. Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just we need to, we generally just need them to import more and more people to the little to like the liberal bastions that are there. Like here, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Austin is a cool city, despite the fact that it's got corporate money's hand way up its ass. So let's just let's just fucking slam a bunch of more liberals into there, and then inevitably the price to live there will get so high that they will have to bleed off into other places in Texas, and then. Like Texas is one of the few places where operation just import a bunch of liberals could actually work. Yeah, it's it's leaning more and more that way. Maybe that's why they yeah. need to secede quickly. They're just like, if we don't secede now, we'll never get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be closer to the target than you realize. We'll yeah. have too many people wearing, wearing open toe sandals here to to everyone to secede. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the uh, results of the election, and uh, there was over 10 million votes in Texas, and Trump won it by about 600,000, which is not exactly a landslide. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's like one of the one of the kind of the time bombs the Republicans are like looking at, and that's why they're becoming even more aggressive about voter suppression and about just abandoning democracy because. 
if there was ever an election where we had blue Texas, then that that's it. I mean, the Republicans will never win another presidency yeah. forever. So Game it's over, like, man. Yep. Over. Oh, oh God. I mean, it was so funny because in that in 2020, because of COVID, Texas was like, "Hey, we're gonna do vote by mail. We're gonna let you drive up and vote. We're gonna do. We're gonna make voting super easy." And then. Like people have said about Texas for the longest time that it's not a red state, it's a non-voting state, like just nobody in Texas fucking votes. And then they made it super easy to vote and everyone started voting. And I saw all these things coming from like Texas being like, we're smashing voting records again. We're getting so many votes that like Republicans were actually shitting themselves because like they just thought more votes equals bad. And there was like a lawsuit during the election to try to, to try to illegalize the drive through voting and to like kick those votes out. And the, and the, the courts were like, no, you authorized this, you fucking idiots. It's happening. And then t- Texas went to Trump and they just forgot all about it. They were like, Oh, okay. Whew. Oh God. Thank God. We, yeah, Texas we, have an incredibly we, short memory because they're talking about seceding, forgetting that, like, what was it, 18 months ago or whatever, their state was completely frozen and powerless for like two, like for like two weeks. Oh, and they're about yeah. to lose power again from the heat. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, 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 yeah. Like, like in May, ERCOT was already like, "Hey guys, uh, keep your thermostat at 74 for a week or two because we're we're having a little problem." And that was May. And uh, spoiler alert: June, July, and August are way fucking hotter. So yeah. Um, and uh, right now, uh, Beto O'Rourke is uh, five points down in the polling against Governor Abbott. So uh, let's hope for an incredibly hot summer in Texas and a big failing power grid that maybe tighten that up a little. Because, yo, if you want to fix this shit, uh, maybe not have a lunatic uh, for your governor. That might be a big help. (laughs) It would get you somewhere. Yeah, it might make Texas a little more palatable to the rest of America that your governor isn't running around bragging about guns after Uvalde and and like dips and you have your senator dipping to Mexico when, while his constituents are freezing to death because the power grid shut off. I wonder where Cruz is going to run off to this time after the power grid blows up in the summer. Somewhere, uh, somewhere uh, cold, right? But yeah, he'll go to Canada. He'll he'll be in Vancouver. It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. We'll just see him up there visiting his ancestral homeland, old Rafael Cruz, who's like part Canadian, part Cuban. Like, well, let's just uh, let's just hope that our our liberal Texas friends uh, like manage to to spread the good word and 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 do good work. And let's let's flip Texas of all yeah. places. <laughs> it's then, not. Then my position will change. My position, if Texas goes blue, my position on it will change. From fuck Texas, let them be their own shitty country. They can take every other city state with them. To I love Texas. I've always loved Texas. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I've I've always loved Texas, despite their overinflated sense of barbecue skill. Yeah, yeah. they they don't come correct. Like we've they been do, over they this. do not. Yeah, they they're like. The floor of the hotel to good barbecue. <laughs> Take that, Texas listeners. If we have any, we love you. Yes. Uh, yes, we love you. And we'll love your state if it goes blue. So get to work. Uh, Let's go ahead and get to our... I mean, it, it would take something pretty crazy to make this not our leading headline. Uh, and it turns out Texas Republicans being actual lunatics was the, was the way to go for that. Uh, but it is time for our January 6th Insurrection Roundup of the week. 
of course, we have new information. Uh, so let's start by talking about Ron Johnson and uh, his handoff job, which I have shortened here to hand job. Uh, <laughs> of course. Who is Ron Johnson and why do we care about him this week, Mike? Uh, Ron Johnson is uh, a senator from the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, he is up for re-election this year. He is incredibly unpopular. So liberals in Wisconsin, please get rid of this man. Please remove him from the Senate. And he had the liberals in Wisconsin in the- uns- unseat him by a vote of 42 to like 16 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it only takes like about the I mean, when you see a Green Bay Packer home game, that's probably the entire population of Wisconsin. So we need like what, 21,000 votes to get rid of him? It shouldn't be much more than that. Um I I don't so, like our chance if we're trying to get the the contents of uh Packer Stadium to vote uh <laughs> Democrat. <laughs> Oh, and perhaps, perhaps you're right. We have, we'll have to go to the college towns. There's, there's like has to be like one of those. Some, there has to be a college somewhere in Wisconsin, right? Or we, um, or we could just get our friend Bane on the line. We can just, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, and just actually <laughs> sink the yeah. whole stadium. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm riding so, with Biden. <laughs> so um, that might hurt us outside of Wisconsin, but hey, whatever works. Short-term gains. That's what, I'm, that's what we're all here for. So our boy Ron Johnson um, sent a, one of his staff sent a text message to one of a vice president, Mike Pence's staff. And it said, nice. the first text said, Johnson needs to hand something to Votus. Please advise. And then the staffer for vice president Pence says, what is it? And then um, the staffer for Ron Johnson says, alternative slate, alternate slate of electors for Michigan and Wisconsin, because archivist didn't receive them to which uh, Pence's staffer replied, do not give that to him. <laughs> do not do that. Yeah. Do not commit the fucking crime. Do not attempt to implicate my guy in your crime, you piece of shit. Hey, do you so- mind if I uh, give your boss this crime envelope? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this crime here. Can I hand this to, to uh, you? Yes, I yeah. have a crime envelope here for one Pence comma Mike. Uh, any Pence comma Mike here for this crime envelope? <laughs> so, um, 
when confronted about this, uh, a, a few very hilarious things happened. One, Rob Johnson claimed to be on the phone as he was walking by reporters, and a reporter yelled at him, you're not on the phone, I can see the screen of your phone, indicating the reporter indicating that he knew the phone was not on. Uh, called out on this, Johnson then pretended to hang up before engaging with the reporter. Uh, Johnson then claimed that this was a staff-to-staff issue and that he did not authorize the staffer saying these things to the staffer of Vice President Pence, which, how would that have played? How did, so Johnson just had the fake electors in his hand and was not going to hand them to Pence, and the staffer was like, oh yeah, he's totally going to hand them to you. He's going to hand them to your guy any minute now. I was not authorized to send this message, but it's going to happen. Ron, Ron, I'm I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue. Ron, I went rogue on you. you got to give Pence the envelope now. What? I told you not to do that. Damn it. Damn it, Bob. Why did you send that text that I did not authorize? What the fuck are you doing? Shut up, Ron. This is Tom Clancy's shit now. Give me the envelope. (laughs) I'm I'm giving the crime pull up to Pence. It's happening. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tom Clancy's crime pull up. (laughs) I, th- I think that'd be a John Grisham. It'd be John Grisham's crime below. It's the crime below. I'm just, I'm just imagining Tom Cruise like running across the Capitol with the crime below, trying to hand it to Pence as like staffers and Secret Service are trying to tackle him. Oh, it'd be so great. You can't uh, handle the envelope. <laughs> damn right. Uh, so this, um, so this all ha- goes into the fake elector scam which was real and was coordinated and it's almost certainly fucking illegal. So having, uh, having this continue to uh, pop up throughout the one six committee's findings. And now we have a sitting Senator who was trying to do something with Pence. Uh, People are trying to put the timeline together on this because whether or not these uh, texts happened before or after Pence made the declaration that he wasn't going to like try to fuck the electoral college. Um, that's not clear at this moment, but bro, get Dinesh in there. He'll use that cell phone data. He'll crack the case. Oh God. Immediately. Oh God. He'll geocache. <laughs> I'm like, oh. according to the geotracking data, the cell phones have evolved. Joe Biden is not the legitimate he, president. He will badly <laughs> research and make up so much shit to help you. Oh, and then he'll create what, what was totally always meant to be a dramatic reenactment of events and not yes. hopefully, hopefully trying to pass off photos of different stuff as stuff that you're talking about. He'll, he'll have his wife aimlessly talk about whatever and, and parrot him to fill in time. Just got to pad those numbers. For more of this thrilling content, please donate to our Patreon to get our bonus content where we talk about 2,000 Mules. And uh, and but and by the way, I'm going to give away a special free episode this week of just me talking, because er, earlier this week I posted ten questions that Nessa Shuza would never answer, and that idiot engaged me and answered all those questions, and his answers were fucking stupid. So I'm going to riff on that sometime this week also, and that's going to be a free episode up on our Patreon. So enjoy that. Awesome. Well, there you go. Bonus mules content for free for everybody because fuck if Mike Reigns does not love mules. Oh my God. Oh, I do. Love mules. Holy calamity, scream insanity. Mike (laughs) Reigns loves mules. Yes. And uh, I'm also waiting for True the Vote to turn into True the Electoral College to explain how these fake electors from Michigan and Wisconsin were actually the legitimate electors and that Ron Johnson has every right to. 
Yep. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but did you guys see my sweet tweet uh, where I cracked the code and I figured out that we just need to convince the GOP that the Electoral College is super gay? It'd just be like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 found that we found these old documents and it included like an artistic rendition of an Electoral College that. meeting from like 1802. And like three of these guys are in three of these other guys. Like, take a look at this. This is, a, this is like a sketch from the event. Like when they got together to tell us who the president was, and they were just like, "And now time for our ceremonial gay orgy and drag show." So, the electoral college—I mean, it's a real stinker. We should get rid of that. Am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, let's doctor some evidence. Those people are rubes; they'll believe anything. <laughs> some some idiot I saw uh, posted a thing about how George Washington was one of our greatest heroes, but did you know that he had a vision of America? And then he posted a bunch of uh, text of quote-unquote Washington's vision, and that was actually something that was written in 1861, and it was literally talking about the Civil War, and it was just using Washington as a way to try to uh, create Union propaganda. But nope, the world's greatest researchers just fell for it and said that it actually happened to Washington and was a real vision that he experienced. So, yeah. Did you know that so, George Washington had a, had a future vision for America, a blasted wasteland covered <laughs> in the undead, radioactive mutants tearing you limb from limb. George Washington, future war. <laughs> I thought I thought you were doing a Fallout Four riff. It was just a general horrible dystopia with like a cool sunglass wearing George Washington, like with a mini gun, just like standing on top of like a pile of rocks and skulls. That's pretty rad. I'm in for it. This is like the, the the 80s schlock movie. This is like that movie Turbo Kid, but George Washington in a in a future hellscape. This is his vision for America. It's what he always wanted. Is he fighting crime in a future time? He's fighting everything in a future time. They they they're like they're like sexy blonde bombshell ladies that are throwing themselves at him and he just miniguns them immediately. He suffers no fools. He's just like back <laughs> off lady or I will minigun you. And she's like, but I'm sexually attracted to you. And my breasts are out. And he's like, I thought I told you. It's a mini gunter. Just straight away. <laughs> very, yeah. very gratuitous. He's very violent. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's his vision for America. And, and it's coming true. Like, by, like, 2022 has shown us that George Rogers' vision of a minigun heavy America is closer now than it ever has been. Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong. Guns yeah. matter more than anything, including children. Yes. Well, except for, un- except for unborn children. Unborn children are number one, followed by guns, followed by regular born children. And then, yeah. Yes. Unborn children, guns, blue lives. They're, they're just under. Oh, I mean, it, it, definitely blue lives are above children that exist, that are <laughs> like literally in the process of being murdered. Let, it, let us yes. never forget to dunk on the Uvald PD. Like, if you were. If you were afraid that we weren't going to keep bringing those clouds up because they suck and fuck them, then you were you were dead wrong. No. Yeah. They, before I was like, "Ooh, they probably shot one of those kids," and now it's just they definitely did, and they just stood in the hallway and waited, and everything they've said is a lie. <laughs> Well, we'll get back to talking about them next week because we're we're running short on time and we have some more headlines to get through. So I'm going to be the one to put up the impossible to breach classroom door in front between us and this conversation. And unlocked we'll, impossible to breach classroom. Yeah, door. I yeah. mean we'll, yeah. we'll 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 fumble for the keys we'll, and after a literal week we'll come back to this next week. We'll but for now there. we yes. have to talk about. Uh, so I missed all of these headlines. I saw the photos of these people, but I have not 
you know, been engaging with the January 6th stuff as much as I probably should for this. For Like some people listening to the show just be like, why isn't he paying attention? This is his job. Well, like my my role on the show is to not pay attention to this so I can learn about it as we talk about it. So I've listed here as Georgia election randos because I don't know who these election officials are. Uh, so, Mike, I've seen headlines about this. What is the deal with the Georgia election as it relates to January 6th? You got to say it right. What's the deal? <laughs> so, um, the very, so we had uh, a few people testify from Georgia to the 1-6 committee. Uh, Shea Moss and, and Rudy, uh, Ruby, uh, Rudy Friedman, who were, uh, they were volunteers who were on uh, video during uh during the election and they became the target and they were mewling. Yeah. <laughs> no they were the old school they were the old school just uh vote fraudsters just uh like looking over the ballots and then uh bring breaking out the suitcase full of illegal ballots from under the table and all that all that good stuff and they talked about how they were harassed, how um, Trump and Rudy Giuliani were just uh, running their names through the mud with all these baseless conspiracy theories. And as a lot of the evidence has shown, they Trump and I mean, everyone's going to say Trump didn't know any better because he's a giant dumb dumb. But Rudy and the rest of them knew they were lying about this shit and they didn't care. They were ruining these people's fucking lives just because it made their base happy and it allowed them to like raise money for the Kraken lawsuit and all this other dumb horse shit. So uh, their testimony was like pretty horrifying about how they had to like basically flee their homes. They were like, there was no safe place for them to be because they were constantly under threat from all these lunatics that were screaming at them that they stole the election. And then you had uh Brad Raffensperger, who was the uh, secretary, who was and is the secretary of state of Georgia, who got the phone call from Trump where Trump was like whining at him to be like, hey, man, when the truth comes out, you're going to find out that I won by 400,000 or more votes. It's obvious it's going to happen. So uh, just just find me 11,000 more votes. Just just find me enough votes to just get me. Find them. Yeah, yeah, just. Just find me enough votes to get me one vote higher than Biden, and everyone's going to be happy about it, and we're going to win. So just, just do me a solid, Brad. Just, just do do a bro a favor. And um, there came out um, a story that Georgia election officials were being offered uh, Trump swag in in efforts to change their votes on the election and to decertify what happened in Georgia, or to just give it to Trump. So, I mean, imagine I wasn't going to sell out uh, democracy, but then I got a MAGA hat and a Trump coin and a signed photo of Trump. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck democracy. Boom. George is red again. You, you did it, Donnie Two Scoops. You're still the president. And um, so we had all of that shit happening from the great state of Georgia. And then in Arizona, we had uh, Rusty Bowers uh, talk about how he was intimidated and harassed by the Trump administration and trying to change uh, what happened in Arizona. Again, uh, dealing with people harassing. I think I think someone pulled a gun on one of his neighbors. Uh, like all kinds of terrible shit was happening to try to get this guy to change what went down. And the guy was like, "Dude." took an oath to the constitution, not going to do it. You lost, uh, fuck off. And again, after all this harassment and intimidation, uh, old rusty Bowers was asked, uh, 
what will you do if uh, Trump wins the nomination for your party in 2024? And he said, well, if it's Trump against Biden, I'm voting for Trump. So uh, you're kind of the problem, Rusty. You're kind of the fucking problem, buddy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Although it does not. Can you imagine being the sort of person who has it in them to donate their time to helping like the process of democracy only to have the people that you were there to serve, like fucking like giving you death threats and shit, <laughs> just being like, fuck you. You're, you're like, you're obviously like a deep state agent or whatever. And you're just like, no, man, I'm like, dude, like I, I could be with my kids right now, I but I'm here helping you cast your ballot. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah it's truly baffling they just hang people out to dry so fast when they like don't need them anymore uh but then yeah god damn it It, it's When, when did when did like the process of voting itself become the point of contention in our country was it was it the hanging chad was that like the foot in the door that Republicans needed to start their like 20 year plan of like just fundamentally undermining the way our democracy works? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Roger Stone really uh, started and made a bunch of his bones there. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, ever since the, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 got passed, Republicans have been like working tooth and nail to find a way to attack it. And then they finally got the Roberts Court to gut it because the Roberts Court was like, guess what? Racism is over. We don't need protection so that black people can vote anymore. And then, shocker, a bunch of racist voter ID laws sprang up everywhere in the South. So wild. So. Yeah, I mean, this is basically from the moment like they finally passed the 14th Amendment to give uh, blacks the right to vote. uh, White people, especially in the South, have fought tooth and nail to make sure that right is not granted. Just oh, sure. And I'm not not trying to undersell the importance of that, but maybe I would like maybe I was just too young if it was happening. But I mean, like mechanically, like the like I feel like the hanging chads thing. Back in like 2000 or whatever was the first thing where it was just like, well, the paper that we use to do the vote is fucked up. And like the ballots themselves are fucked up and the machines are hacked or the machines are broken or whatever. It's just like, like they could just come out and just be like, no, like the actual manner in which the ballots are received is fucked up. So we have to throw a bunch of these ones for Biden away because they were broken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not too far off. No, what's so funny about that was is like literally the hanging shit, the Chad shit happened. And then everyone was like, well, like trusting a machine to like punch a hole in a ballot or like just like swiping a line. And that was also the election where we had the butterfly ballots where the ballot was like the ballot placed the names in like a funky spot for where you were supposed to punch the holes. And very likely uh, like about 4,000 people voted for James Buchanan that thought they were voting for Al Gore and that would have won Gore the election, but the ballot was just designed funky and uh, so then people were like, holy shit, we need to have like touchscreen voting because it's the only way to like get these dum-dums to like do it right. And then everyone's now is like, oh, God, the, the, the machines can be hacked. Now we got to go back to paper ballots. So it's like, make up your mind. How do you want to do this? I will vote however you want speaking us to of, vote. Uh, speaking of hacking uh, election machines. Uh, Fox News gets to uh, prove that that actually happened because Dominion Voting gets to keep proceeding with their 
billion dollar lawsuit? Like, uh, probably trillion dollar. I mean, whatever it was. I, I, mean, I saw a billion in an article. That's why yeah, I threw that number yeah. out there. But oh, yeah, it, 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 when Dominion comes for you, they do not come quietly. They're very, uh, very aggressive. But yeah, uh, a judge has uh, stated that Dominion's lawsuit against uh, Fox News for defamation can proceed. And that the important thing about this is that there's a lot of people who think that like Mike Lindell or Sidney Powell or maybe even Rudy um, could potentially get away from get away with this lawsuit with the defense of that they're fucking idiots who actually believe their own bullshit because that is one of the parameters of American free speech is that if you're dumb enough to actually believe what you're saying, you're basically allowed to say it. But Fox News, um, they have the problem where there's a lot of evidence that uh, Rupert and Leachin Murdoch uh, were basically running Fox the entire time. And they told Trump, yo, Donnie, you lost the election. That's how this, like, that's just how it works. Sorry, man, them's the breaks. And then when they saw that Fox News was losing market share because people were going to Newsmax and OAN so they could watch computer tech expert shooting, tooting Ron Watkins in his Wagyu cowboy hat talking about how he read the manual on Dominion voting machines and he knows they're bad. Once like Fox saw that like their audience was going to the people that were that were willing to lie to them, suddenly uh, the Murdoch family was like, "Yo, Fox News, uh, Fox News people, start lying about Dominion. We we need to get our we need to get our audience back." And um, that um, Dominion allegate, uh, alleges that Rupert Murdoch controls everything within Fox News. When viewership of Fox News declined after the election, Rupert Murdoch stepped in to, quote, call the shots directly, and that he encouraged on-air personalities to perpetuate baseless claims about Dominion after he and Leachin Murdoch had made a business calculation to spread lies, and that Fox News rewarded those who complied and punished those who did not. So uh, that is all from the judge's opinion about this lawsuit. So Fox News gets to be opened up for discovery, which, uh, boy, like <laughs> Harry Potter it's, and the nine-figure settlement coming real quick. It's going to be once, hot. <laughs> once Dominion tries to get their hands on those documents. So, like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're just like, hey, can we uh... – like, can we get a look at those documents real quick? Because uh, you're legally bound to give them to us. And then Fox is going to be like, in response, we would like to send our lawyers to you to discuss paying you $400 million. Or yeah, whatever. we're going to write <laughs> a, number. We're gonna a number on this slip. You say yes or no, because they're going to be like, we want all of Tucker Carlson's show notes. And they're like, hmm. <laughs> How much money did you want? Yeah, we can double it. Whatever you say, it just doesn't fucking matter. And, <laughs> and, then, I, and then I want the people representing Dominion to just be like, no, we refuse. Give us the documents we requested. And then uh, also, hail Moloch. <laughs> just like, oh, my <laughs> oh my God. And they're like, Geez, Jesus, Steve, why did you do that? That's just going to stir him real. They're just going to stir him up. It's like, I don't know. I wanted to have a little bit of fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, it's the way it should be. Just, Jesus fucking Christ, Steve! Do you know how much more how much more work you just made for us? It's like whatever. I'm bored. The wife has the kids this weekend. I need something to do. 
<laughs> oh, I live only for Steve, the Dominion Satanist lawyer. He's 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 the man. He's true. Yeah, he just leans in real close, like Captain America. Yeah, but, but I mean, with a personality that's inclined to do stuff like that, like it. I mean, you can see why his wife left him, though. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> his backstory gets darker and darker. Well, yeah. it's not. It's not that dark. Sometimes people just don't work out. Right. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> the wife has the kids this weekend, which implies that some weekends he has the kids. So obviously he's at least like they're co-parenting. Yeah, it's fine. It Do you think maybe they could work things out if the if the lawsuit goes well? I mean, him being rich and successful at his job was never the issue. The issue yeah. the issue was that his personality has like this sort of weird mischievous streak to it that prevents him from uh, ever becoming truly like openly intimate with somebody. Because anyway. he he worships the devil. No, I don't know where the Satanist no. thing came from. That's just, I mean, we could, like, look, his religious beliefs are something not to be discussed in the workplace. All right, let's get into the mailbag for the week, you cretins. <laughs> let's do that. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Oh, what's that? It's our first question from listener Mysterious L who asks, hey, how did you jackasses manage to make it through the whole news segment without actually saying the, the name Q or QAnon? And uh, thanks, listener. That's actually a great question. Uh, it turns out that QAnon is just sort of popular enough and mainstream enough now that sometimes regular news items and QAnon news items are the same. Uh, so you'll get what you get some weeks. But but yes, so like the, the, the breakdown is all the non-January 6th stuff, QAnon loves it. And all the January 6th stuff, QAnon hates it. And there we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, QAnon's uh, positions on the issues are not that difficult to discern at this point. When when we talk about Republicans loving unborn babies, guns, and blue lives, that's basically shorthand for QAnon at this point. So you don't really have to like stretch to figure out exactly where they are in these situations. You know what? Let let, let Texas uh, let Texas secede. Let's give it to QAnon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let them figure it out. Let let yeah. them have have an, have their their own little bigoted country surrounded by by beautiful free America <laughs> and Mexico, which they would aggressively hate. So, well, I mean, yeah, that, um, that will get that will give them a, a, a nice enemy. It'll give them a, a friendly rival to, to to make them stronger. The Sasuke to their Naruto. <laughs> Vegeta to their Goku. All of these things. Um, So uh, Just Liz asks, is there any hope for getting out of this mess or is the Q movement like the Borg and will all eventually be assimilated? Uh, No, I think the Q Q movement can be beaten back. Uh, The problem is, is that the Q movement is basically just this hodgepodge way of like grouping all conspiracy theorists into one umbrella of insanity. It's like there used to be a time in this world where like the chemtrail believers and the anti-vaxxers and the climate change denialists and all those people, they all had like their own separate little fiefdoms, their own little territories. But now QAnon has come around and sort of put them all into one big, uh, one big community where everyone gets to have their time in the sun. I mean, QAnon was like aggressively anti-vax before COVID and the vaccine came out. So the anti-vaxxers there really didn't have a big say. Then COVID happens and boom, the anti-vaxxers are front and center. So it's like whatever your nutty conspiracy theory is, just wait a little while and QAnon will give you your time in the sun. That's basically how they operate. 
this point. Yeah, give him time. He'll get there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, as always, dear listener, time is on our side. It Like, eventually... No matter how bad it gets, no matter how violent it will get at times as they encounter their slow death throes, time, time will, time will fix this for us. It's, 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 at some point, yeah. a lot of these old racists will die and then younger, hopefully less racist people. will. We can only them. hope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, unless we figure out like the stack technology from uh, altered carbon and then uh, rich racist white people just get to live forever that would be a nightmare that's a problem <laughs> at, that, at that point it's time to start looking at this it's like maybe the second amendment is for me let's let's read about what, is, <laughs> what, what excuse me what are my second amendment options <laughs> oh god I I totally want to go to the second amendment like restaurant and like like peruse the menu and ask the waiter exactly what does he think would be good for me and my Second Amendment options? That would absolutely be. Um, it's like that. Scene, it's, was that the first John Wick or the second John Wick where they did that? There was like the guy who was like the gun sommelier. Oh, it was the first one. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them sort of blend together because those movies are mostly the same. Yeah, they they do tend to repeat themes. Although the first movie, oh, okay. a, a little bit of world building that was really exciting, and then the second and third movie just choking you to death with world building and it's just like by the end of the third movie literally everyone is an assassin the assassin the assassin's guild is not secret at all if you're on a street with 12 people 13 people around you are assassins you just can't yeah. see something <laughs> that garbage can it was an assassin this whole time yeah it was like that, that cardboard box is like a solid snake waiting, waiting to corrupt you at any moment the homeless guy <laughs> his dog is registered like it's just crazy all of them Anyway, thanks for the question, yep. uh, uh, dear listener. Yes. Uh, Big Bald Bastard asks, in the current crop of Q influencers, who are the standouts? Are they old cucumbers on new platforms? Or have any new ones popped up? Who, if any, will emerge as the top anon? Yeah, Mike, who uh, should we be rooting for? Wait, no. Oh, did, you say, did you say there are they new cucumbers or cucumbers? Uh, 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 he, he called them cucumbers. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, it's written as cucumbers. Okay. Good job. Yeah, it's written. It's written as cucumbers. Yes. Um, I would. I really haven't seen any quote unquote new people on the scene uh, that have actually like made a real impact beyond uh, Patel Patriot, and he's been going at this for like probably over a year now because uh, he was the guy that invented the narrative that Trump is still secretly the president, working behind the scenes, and will one day much like an alien uh, bursting from the chest cavity of a human, he will just like like burst through the Biden administration and reclaim the presidency via magic hoodoo hoodoo nonsense. But uh, beyond him, I mean, it's really funny uh, with Truth Social having come back, a lot of like lazier QAnon promoters, like Praying Medic had gone all faith healer and now he's back doing the QAnon shit. Praying Medic is my favorite soulless fucking grifter because... 
as I've mentioned a million times here, the Q on Q Truth Social is absolutely the Steve Buscemi, how are you doing, feral kids, undercover cop of the movement. The The account does not speak in the same voice as Q. It's not him. It's so obviously stupid and fake. And yet praying medic is like, my decoding of Truth Social Q's latest postings here on my Substack. And it's like, dude, this is the shit you were doing for Q. Now you're doing it for some fake Q. It's it's so transparent. It's, it's so, so sad. Weird. You were already sad. sad. You were all, yeah, you were already sad and now you're I didn't know that it was possible you could become even sadder than you already were, but you've done it. You've achieved e- extra sadness. And I mean it's just like it's that shit, but I mean all the same fucking people are still doing the same stuff. They're all spinning their wheels. They're all screaming that we're winning. We're, they're all screaming about pain and arrests and the 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 two year deltas were three year deltas are now four year deltas. They're all just hamsters spinning on the same treadmill over and over and over again. Nothing new under the sun. They're all just trying to make a buck, and they're all telling their audience, "Hey guys, just keep waiting. Any day now, any day now, we're going to get there. Don't worry." So, um, dude, that storm uh, is still totally coming. You better believe yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I thought okay. the storm already happened. Oh, it, oh no, it it both already has happened, is about to happen, and is currently <laughs> happening. I mean Schrodinger Storm. Yes. Oh god. It's it's all of these things. Any day now um, we square. Yes. Uh Pancake uh, Peasant asks, are there cryptid crossovers in the Hellworld cinematic universe? Does Woke Mothman ever encounter uh counter protest Bigotfoot? Um they No way, man, they've got different territories. Yeah. They they hang out in different places, but like if if it looks like the individual movies are making enough money, they they might have a crossover battle. But what movies? This shit is real life, dude. These people really exist. They're out there. <laughs> they're, they're out there, and in their own way, they're each harmful to society. <laughs> I, I, I've Bigfoot big big with his p- political ideology and woke Mothman because you know when they're not out there stumping for a cause, they are eating the flesh of human beings to survive. So it's kind of not the most ethical. They're, they're, they are a walking paradox that woke Mothman. I've always said that about walking Mothman as well. Oh, the walking paradox. Where, where, where's that? Let's let's that, that should be our pitch for like, let's make a YA novel about a vampire rights activist. Who's not like interested in advocating for vampire rights, but just rights in general. So be out there just being like fucking Black Lives Matter and like, you know, just protesting for causes and then just like, oh, shit, I got to dip out before the sun rises to go kill and eat someone real quick. So I got to take off. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 haven't there been like woke vampires in the past where like they only feed off animal blood and they try to yeah, not? That's, that's Twilight. That's, yeah. that's oh. Twilight and a bunch of other ones, but that's lame. I just want a vampire who's just like, look, the, the only way to really get it done, like, the blood bank idea is not practical. You would have to know so many people and they would have to be forging so many documents for you to get the blood you needed. It's just like, look, man, like I just have to kill and eat a person a night. It's just the way I, I live my life. I have to do it. Sorry. Could they, could they go down the Dexter route and try to kill and eat only bad people? I mean, could they try to do that level of like, quote unquote, ethical vampirism? That sounds oh, like yeah. a lot of work. Like, there's not really. They could, ju- they could just kill a cop in any town. So. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's a movie about vampires. Oh. Well, now it's a movie. 
It was what you thought this was real life vampirism. Well, before Mothman, well, Mothman and racist Bigfoot were real. I, that was but... a that was a discussion about cryptids. Vampires are not cryptids. <laughs> okay, Wait, this, this, they... is a, this is a movie franchise about. The, I I said this is my YA novel pitch. Did I not? Is yes, you did. No, you did. And, yep. and, and therefore, it will become a film franchise, and it is about like a woke, like a sort of militant. Like pro rights vampire who just happens to I mean because this, they are a vampire this has to A cap vampire. Yeah, yes, a yes. cap vampire would be a great name for this movie. Done. We've we, we're already there. We've come up with a great movie title. We've won. Ugh. I mean, it's a target that you could guarantee to find in every city. Yes, <laughs> they would just be around. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'll be like it'll be like a Juquan Phoenix's Joker. Uh, now, now I'm thinking that like the subplot of the movie is our, our our vampire is dating someone, and then they find out that like six months in, they were deep they were a deep undercover cop, and now they know that they're bad, and now they have the struggle with the morality of still being with them, or if they want to bite them and, and kill them or not. So, no way. The, the 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 B plot of the movie has to be about a skeptic who's just like, look at all this evidence we found to support the fact that this is like an actual literal vampire that's doing this, and everyone around them is just like, no, that's crazy can't possibly be that and they're just like no but we have like a like look at this evidence like you saw it happening that was like that was how they did it in x-files like either scully would be in the room like out like very far away from the situation and not see any of the spooky shit or the few times where she would see the spooky shit she'd just be like yeah i don't know it was like swamp gas or whatever it could have been anything Boulder's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh a cap vampire just heads to volde and it's like well it's a oh, buffet shit. time to clean house oh god Yep, that's uh, you know, that's what we do. We you do you do the you do the first movie, you do the first movie, and it's just to play it straight. And then uh, the post credit scene is uh, the A cab vampire hears about the Evalde shooting and then just like takes off. They just they just go running and then like looks at the television screen like Venom at the end of that yes that movie. Which is like ooh a Spider Man. Yeah. Is that your Venom? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how Venom sounded in that movie. Ooh. <laughs> what a tasty looking boy. Mm, nom, 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 nom. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I am here for L Venom and ACAP Vampire, both of these things. Uh, submit your fan art, audience. Do it now, fools. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, D&D has classes like Fighter and Cleric and so on. When you create Q&D after you sell out, what will the character classes be? Um. Oh, dude! Like, obviously, Antifa agent. Oh yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like the quote unquote evil class that players can be, where like you you're like a charlatan, you pretend to be a good guy, but you're secretly a bad Cleric guy. Cleric of Moloch. Oh yeah. Oh, that that Moloch is definitely one of the major religions. Um, I I would. Well, I that's the thing. Like, are the classes supposed to be like heroic archetypes? But like, as far as Q is concerned. So it could be like Fox News anchor or or like it, I I I'm a Tucker Carlson intern. Oh uh, well, we definitely have to have digital soldiers. They have to be a class. Digital soldiers have... a junker. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and then what and then, the cues uh, the call themselves like bakers and whatever. Yeah, yeah bakers. Yeah, because yeah, the bakers would be like a bard class that makes memes to like boost everybody else. 
Like there's there's totally ways to do this. There's ways to make a terrible uh, role playing game based around QAnon. I think that what would be really awesome is to like create that game and get them all riled up, and then they buy the book. And they actually find out that it's absolutely Call of Cthulhu, where it's like, you're right about everything, but the whole point of the game is that it breaks you and that your character cannot survive more than four sessions. Yeah, there's... You'd be like, no way, man, I'm so mentally tough as a digital soldier, nothing could break me! And it's like, no, the actual way the game works is that you can't handle the truth and you actually do fall apart. And... And then you and then you hit him with the double reverse, where the black pill is that they learn reality is actually reality, and everything that they think is that everything they think is bad as a result of conspiracy theories is actually just naked capitalism right in their face. And then, yeah, they're, they're just like, no way, man! Like you'll never stop us. I, I, I took the I took the Second Amendment protection perk, so like I'm immune. I'm immune to you because I have a gun. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> then three sessions later, it's just like you lightly wound two of the FBI agents as they storm your compound, kill you, the, the bank forecloses on your house. Our, our first <laughs> our first splat book is Ruby Ridge. Just... <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah, a, a fun campaign module where you just uh, make some homemade bombs and then the feds come in and kill you and take all your Yeah, every, everyone <laughs> dies in an overblown investigation. There's no grifter class because everything's real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like, come- so like uh, uh, the problem is that QAnon is such just like a strictly online thing that I feel like it's hard to do classes for them because they all seem like in some form or fashion they just start to blend together uh, at least joke wise it's just variations of like guy at keyboard <laughs> like sort of like like greasy dude at keyboard like digital soldier and like like Chan Anon and you know, like bakers, it's just all—it's all clowns sitting at their computers, right? Yeah. It, when when I when I when Elon gives me a million dollars after giving L a million dollars, and 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 I and I make up my my and I make up my my knockoff Netrunner game, the like the the QAnon protagonists would be like the trolls who are the people who are just like literally hiding behind their keyboards. Then the grifter class would be like Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell and those people. And then, like the the political leaders, the activists would be like the third class. They'd be like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump, and that kind of like demarcation line would be easier. Because the problem with QAnon as a whole is, as L said, it's just it's just so many of these idiots going to conventions and saying the same shit. So it's just like you can't define. I mean, that's fine. Like I could I could see I could see making uh, making material where you're like fighting like protesters and stuff that are outside of your precious free speech convention or whatever and then <laughs> that, like that that's that's the hook for the game i'd say like you so you'd probably take your you pick your class and then instead of picking a background you would pick a grift it would be like okay oh, so i'm, a, I was, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm, a, I'm a news anchor and my grift is selling supplements or i am a digital soldier and my grift is selling a trump coin yeah Oh yeah, I, we're, we, we've got something here. We've got a framework, so we we can build upon this. We we can we'll be selling out sooner than you think, audience. Sooner than you think. My, yeah. Oh, uh, my uh, grift to be some sort of cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, Big bad bald bastard mentioned that mole children need to be part of the game. So uh, mole, mole children can be. In the, they can be in the monster manual. So that's absolutely possible. They live under the the pizza place. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, like mole children and like MK Ultra kids. Yeah, and, oh yeah, MK Ultra sleepers. Oh god, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Black eyed children. 
Yeah. Yeah, for whatever reason, in the QAnon game, a lot of a lot of your your opposition is just some sort of spooky kid, children whose blood. <laughs> now, do you take the adrenochrome of the enemy to get that stat bump you need to fight? Oh no, it's, wait, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Bioshock. That, that's that's your that's your moral choice. Like you you have like a sliding scale that's yeah. like represented on your character sheet, and whenever you decide to dip into the chrome for a stat yeah. bump, like yeah, it corrupts yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, but and if you take the chrome, you lose the pure blood trait. So, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, what doesn't cause you to lose the pure blood trait? You have to be, you have to be white. You have to be European, but not Italian or Greek. Like, so I mean, like you know, or Irish. Are you kidding me? Get out of here! Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's so much stuff to disqualifies you from the pure blood trait. It's like really hard to want to work towards. <laughs> Uh, so uh, thank you for that question. Uh, we have another one kind of in this vein from Cleodora Silvestri, who does not have a long rift about uh, NFTs or crypto this week in their uh, in their handle. Uh, imagine the head of Sony Movies gets hit in the head and decides to finance an Adventures in Hell World movie, unlimited budget, access to full resources. How do you squander $300 million in the process of trolling Hollywood? We just make Morbius too. It's called... <laughs> It's morbid time. That's the, that's yeah. the subject. Yeah. <laughs> Just actually making Morbius too. Uh, I, I'm here for Morbius too. That's absolutely something I would do. Uh, I'm also okay with doing a movie because doing a live action movie that's kind of like what Inside Job was, which is an animated show where all the conspiracies are true. Like uh, I, I've, I very, I very much enjoy the idea of some put upon schlub who is trapped inside like the the bureaucracy of the deep state and trying to just like like punch a clock and work through the day. I like the idea of um someone just dealing with all that kind of stuff. Like he could have a succubus as a wife or a girlfriend. Like just just all that kind of madness. Like I I think that that is something that is you, you can always be played well if you know how to write it. So uh, mine would be uh, jackass style. The camera on me going, I'm mysterious L and this is hell world. And then it's just, but instead of me doing a funny stunt, it's a camera crew following me into a bank and I deposit $298 million into my own personal bank account. And then the, the other 2 million was for the camera crew and flying everyone out to the location and all of that stuff. So your plan is just straight up embezzlement. That's no, it's it's not embezzlement. It's art. It's like an art thing. It was like it was like when ODB took that limo to cash his welfare check. Yes, this is not this is not a grift. This is a statement about capitalism. It's not a statement about anything. It's just art related to my brand. If if, if people are there for a Hell World movie, presumably they're interested in our in our characters, and my character is very upfront about wanting to sell out for a large quantity of money 298 million dollars sounds like a tremendous amount of money to me so it would be perfectly on brand for our film to open with me uh quote unquote squandering most of the money by putting it into my personal bank account and then we have two million dollars to make a movie about whatever we want we could just be like filming a paper filming like a plastic bag like uh american beauty or whatever just like yo look it just would be like yo look at the sick bag it's all about the symbolism 
Uh, and our final question uh, comes from uh, Existential Dreads, uh, sometime co-host of the podcast, uh, who asks, to the casual observer, it might appear that QAnon has faded away. My thinking is that they haven't. It's just that their beliefs are coming becoming more mainstream Republican talking points. What's your take on this? Uh, yes, basically... Uh, I, the Republican Party is more willing to embrace them, so they are more mainstream, and it's um, not good. And this is where we're at in a situation where you have these people that are just not tethered to reality in any way, shape, or form now having more and more say in who wins Republican primaries, which is really not the direction Republicans should have gone in, but they did, so we're fucked. I mean... This is why uh, the rhino hunting guy might win his primary with an endorsement of Trump. It's why probably Kerry Lake is going to be the Republican nominee for governor of Arizona. And uh, it's why we have an absolute nut as the Republican nominee for secretary of state in Nevada, which is terrifying. So yeah, the rot is only getting deeper and worse. And um I will scream and yell as much as I can about this. And um, um, while we're recording this, uh, Mike Rothschild is pointing out that he's going to be testifying before a congressional committee today. So good. More of that needs to happen. And uh, Congress, have your people get in touch with my people. I probably Oh, my can't... God. Get Mike Raines in front of fucking Congress. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we go full-time podcast. Yeah. yeah, get get this man, uh, get him in front of Mr. Rothschild. Help, f- help your 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 brothers in Moloch by getting <laughs> Mr. Mike Raines in front of Congress. I'm here. I'm here to tell. I want I wanted to be up there. They're just be like, so tell us a little bit about yourself. And I want him to just be like, fuck who I am. You need to know about Mr. Mike Raines. Poker politics on Twitter. He is the bomb. His <laughs> podcast is the shit. <laughs> That would be just ducky. Uh, that'd be wonderful. Please, uh, one time, for, one time for Tommy, and then, uh, and then somebody I, get in touch with us for with three hundred million dollars to make our Hell World movie. Yes, you'll yes. never hear from any of us ever again. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and, and, and slightly less money for our D and D campaign module. We're we're any, any and all of these things. If you got seed money, we'll do it. We're absolutely shameless. So. Okay, thank you for listening to the last episode of the Adventures of Hell World <laughs> podcast. Uh, filmed live in our r- r- new chateaus uh, <laughs> in Espana. <laughs> I, I I thought you were going to Hawaii when you cashed out. I hear, I hear Brazil's nice. <laughs> uh, I, now, honestly, like the, the, the older I get, the less I want to be in the heat at all. So, mm-hmm. as beautiful as Hawaii seems, I think I'd rather like retire to like Ireland or whatever. I just want to go someplace gray and cold and rainy. So uh, that brings us to our final question always, which is, what are you looking forward to? Um, boop, 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 boop. So I feel like, God damn it, I had something and I forgot it. Oh, the new Ninja Turtle game. I've said it before, but it is out um, and uh, I've purchased it. I've yet to play it, but uh, I'm excited to get get in on that. Uh, I'm excited for the forthcoming uh, week. I have off where like uh, my, my place of employee is closing for the entire week of July 4th and I don't have any plans. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, but it's probably going to include a lot of sleeping 
and I love sleeping, so that will be exciting. Uh, and also, I think I'm getting ice cream today. It's always exciting to get ice cream. Love an ice creamed ice. It's my favorite cream- way to take ice. Actually, is creamed. Nice, nice. I oh, I, I did find at Whole Foods some almond milk uh, birthday cake ice cream, so it's dairy free, and I actually get to enjoy that. It actually tastes good, and it's not dense as a rock. A lot of dairy free ice cream uh, sets up like a fucking brick, so I have to wait for forever. Uh, but no, that's why you just, you just got to embrace my play of taking all of your creamed ice in uh, milkshake or frap form. Like, like, who who are you to to have to chew your own ice cream? Have it pre-chewed for you by a blender or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Preach. Yes. L, so much like a delicate baby bird pre-chewing his, his iced cream before uh, ingesting it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes it really easy to get a lot of ice cream in you very quickly if you would like to do that. Yes. <laughs> There have been uh, several times where I have gotten a milkshake or a frap and uh, I have walked across the parking lot to the vehicle and uh, I'm just like, oh, what happened to all of my milkshake? How is it all gone already? I've already consumed all of it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, me, uh, we have uh, the Stanley Cup game four tonight. Uh, I do love playoff hockey. Hopefully this game is competitive because if it's not, this series might really suck. It's uh, right now 2-1 Colorado. And after that, uh, again, we've, I've got a few more games that are left of that. And then sports is dead until football comes back because we here at the podcast have a very uh, aggressive stance about baseball and that it is terrible. And uh, so it is an um, activity and not a sport. Correct. Yeah. So, yes, I like um, going to a baseball game on dollar hot dog night. And that is uh, just very Americana. But yeah. so you can th- you can throw hot dogs at millionaires. Yeah. Well, I, I think dollar hot dog night is probably more like a triple A thing. So you're throwing hot dogs at would be millionaires if they can. <laughs> the get Royals are triple A. They're well below one third wins. So oh god, oh I remember there was uh, a triple A ballpark that got a class action lawsuit filed against them because they charged five dollars for a medium beer and eight dollars for a large beer, and then someone found out that if you poured the eight dollar beer into the five dollar beer, it was the same size. They just used a taller, thinner cup for the large and a shorter, wider cup for the quote unquote medium, but you were still getting the same amount of beer in either cup, and they were That's just. That's a sick move. Good for them. Yes, and they got caught. I, 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 feel, I feel like I feel like we should reward the hustling of baseball enjoying rubes. <laughs> yes. So, nice. uh, if you if you had uh, baseball fans on your uh, list of people, the Avengers of the World podcast are going to try to piss off this week, along with uh, Texans slash everyone in flyover states, and uh, you know several other groups. Then, congratulations. Uh, but for the rest of you, unfortunately, our time in Hell World is done, and it is time to uh, be stuffed into a pompoose by a Yeti and sherpa safely in his bosom out of Hell World for the week. So thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> yep, that was the that was the reaction I wanted, Sarge, for the listeners at home. Sarge, 
Uh, it seems both exasperated and confused by the way we're exiting Hellworld this week, which is why I do what I do. Uh, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. You can continue to support the show uh, for free by telling a friend who you think might be interested or giving us a five-star review, just spreading the word, engage with us on our social media platforms, which I will tell you here shortly. Uh, and doing that stuff uh, helps out the show for the cost of nothing. If you have money and you would like to give it to us, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. We have a slate of bonus content available for people who donate $5 and more to us a month. And uh, that bonus content includes ongoing series such as uh, Mule's Errand, which we mentioned earlier where we are discussing uh, the movie 2000 and Mules, which uh, Mike Reigns, I mean, he just loves a mule, as I mentioned every episode now. Uh, but also you can find our archive series such as Kabbalan and What We Do Out of Shadows, where we discuss other QAnon-adjacent pop media. Uh, so again, that's patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Give us $5 a month and get a bunch of bonus content for your troubles. Uh, we have no beautiful or babies this week, which normally I would make a crack about being devastated by, but we understand uh, money may be a little tight now. Uh, Joe Biden totally raking you over the coals at the pumps so that he can fill his own personal coffers because that's how it works. He's like, hey, I'm Sleepy Joe and I hate Americans and I'm going to charge you $14 a gallon for gas. <laughs> it's just like, you sound like you sound like Bush. Are you Bush in a, in a Joe Biden mask? You're like, no. Gas accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he runs away carrying a crime envelope. So. Oh, yeah, and he takes the crime envelope and runs. A crime envelope under one arm and a big sack of money with a dollar sign on it on the other over his shoulder. Just runs away. Uh, if you have money uh, that is disposable and you just don't want to give it to us because you think that we suck or whatever, that's fine too. Uh, go ahead and use it for good by donating it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can donate it to a Ukrainian uh, charity of your choice to help against uh, the Russian aggression. Or you can help uh, the boys in blue in, what state was it? Was it Nevada that we're, that we're stopping for? Mike? Uh, Wisconsin was uh, the was where Ron Johnson with the crime envelope is located. <laughs> oh well, no, not for this week. Wasn't there like an important race that we started stepping for last week? I believe it was oh, Nevada. Uh, the, the Nevada Secretary of State. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, d- yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, who, yeah. Who, should, who should people be supporting? Yeah, throw Cisco some money, and not the Thong Song Cisco, the other Cisco. Oh, I could. I can't believe I forgot that it was Cisco. Yes, yeah, support Cisco because you know uh, <laughs> we, we wear our politics here on our sleeve. Like let's 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 make or keep Nevada blue. Who knows? Yeah, Cisco dot com is his website for Cisco Aguilar, the good candidate, the not insane candidate running for Secretary of State in Nevada. I know I've got Cisco envy. Do you? Uh, also, uh, Cisco, we are for hire if you'd like us to do this better and for pay. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song and our good friend, uh, Frosty, who you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO for all of our bumps, etc. And I'm assuming next week we'll be coming by with our new Amuse Boost, uh, bump. Maybe, maybe this time around he will, he will remember that those words are French and he will do a French thing. Can't wait to see it. Uh, you can find us on our various social media platforms. Uh, first of all, the show itself, uh, at Hellworld on Twitter. That's Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. Uh, you can find me at Hellworld L, spelled the in the Hellworld fashion. You get it. You can find Sarge at Sarge in Hell. Uh, you don't even have to worry about the tricky world spelling because uh, his previous Twitter account is dead, dead forever. And of course, you can find Mike on Twitter at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, Mysterious L, joined by my co-host, 
uh, the less mysterious Sarge and the least mysterious of us all, Mr. Mike Raines, our expert in all things QAnon crazy. Good speed, patriots. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.